Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. All right, all right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pedaling Fiction Podcast. I'm your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me early on a Wednesday morning because his life is so hectic. He's got a million kids, a bunch of goats and chickens and all kinds of hillbilly shit he's got to take care of. So a little off schedule today is the one and only Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's happening, man? Oh, too much, but nothing terrible. Just uh, as you can see, looking at my background, there's nothing in the room behind me. I'm, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> there is the only thing left in the room is the desk that I'm sitting at. Everything else is in the other building. Um, they are hooking up Internet today. So hopefully by the time we live stream on Friday, I might be out there. Not 100%. They. We'll see. You never know with the internet and the stick. Yeah. The internet technology. Yeah. Well, the biggest problem I'm having today is getting clean things out of the fucking dishwasher. Every time I go for so the one thing I do is like I'm a I'm a Nazi about loading the dishwasher and about clean. I almost basically wash everything before I put it in the dishwasher. And they're they're now coming out dirtier than when I put them in. I can't find a clean fucking mug for my coffee. And it's all because of these fucking environmentalists with their goddamn, they take the phosphates out of everything. They, who wants to, I don't give a fuck if washing detergents are destroying the planet. I don't. Because I don't want to live on a planet where I can't get a clean coffee mug. After doing the dishes, like this is ridiculous. I have to unload this whole thing now and wash it again by hand. Is that really better for the planet? I don't think it so. Is. Like every one of these fucking environmentalist policies, they all backfire and there's no science to back them up in the first place. It is possible that the uh, trap at the bottom of the dishwasher needs to be removed and cleaned out. Sometimes no, it catches. Absolutely the- not. It's only been 15 years. <laughs> oh, that's not it. That's not it. Um, I've had this but, problem before, but yeah, you're, I mean, that's probably part of it, but there's just like soap scum all over everything and like nothing gets really clean anymore. Well, you know what you do in uh, hillbilly land when your dishwasher isn't working right? Put your kids to work. You slap her. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Here I am thinking you make your kids do the dishes, but what the fuck do I know? We yeah. we have tried that 
And I like having dishes not broken. So <laughs> it's all part of their diabolical plan to get out of doing them. You do they're a, just a bad enough job. <laughs> they're just they're just clumsy it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, did you give your kid a nice uh, smack upside the head for me for squandering his uh, God given height and size? Yes, I, I have been giving him a hard time about that. Hopefully we are uh, going to bully him into being productive and to not wasting it. Like, God damn it. Yeah, I'm so jealous of people that are fucking tall. I should have been tall. I would have been like the world would be a much better place with me being 6'3", 225. Fucking Bears would win win Super Bowls. White Sox would win the World Series. God knew Johnny at plus six foot would just be an absolute terror on the world. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't handle it. The poles would reverse. (laughs) Anyway, what do we got going on today? Oh, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, what do you want to start with? That's the big question. You want to start with the uh, go ahead. Well, for real quick, let's just get it out of the way because I don't think either of us are paying much attention to it anymore. Is the fucking speaker of the house Republican stuff? So, Jim Jordan lost the vote last week. Now they're parade. Every time I see a headline, it's some new jagoff I've never heard of before. Mike Johnson sounds made up. <laughs> uh, the House is expected to vote Wednesday to elect Mike Johnson as the speaker. Before that, um, it was somebody else. They're just going through all these names, and like I just don't care anymore. Couldn't care any less. And I kind of like not having a speaker. I prefer gridlock, complete gridlock in Washington. I think most libertarians are that way because we know the damage that they can do when they actually uh, claim to be productive. Hakeem Jeffries was on the list. Didn't they have like a list of of other people? Uh, Do you know who Mike Johnson is? I don't think I've ever seen this guy before. Hakeem Jeffries is possibly worse than Mike McCarthy, so it's uh, yeah. not Mike McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, sorry, <laughs> wrong, wrong McCarthy. Um, although, yeah. I, although as a Packers fan, I, I spend enough time mad at Mike McCarthy. Um, uh, who was it? it? So it was after they got rid of McCarthy. It was between Scalise and um, Jim Jordan. Scalise stepped down, and then. They didn't put Jordan in because the rhinos fucking suck. And then they were talking about Hakeem Jeffries. Jeffries would have been worse than McCarthy. Uh, there was, this is going to sound terrible. There was another black guy who actually would have been okay, but that that didn't pan out. Um, yeah, I don't know who Mike Johnson is. And they need yeah, to just go ahead the Republican and Republican out of Louisiana. They need um, to just okay. go ahead and do the right thing and make Donald Trump the Speaker of the House. Yeah. I know, right? Like that, everybody wants that. Well, everybody that's not in Washington wants that. And that would just be, God, would that be delicious? I, I can't even, how poetic, what, what sort of poetic justice that would be. And also Ron Paul was, I, he got some award. Uh, 
I forget what it was called, like Savior of the Republic or something. So he was in Washington and everyone's like, Ron Paul should be speaker. That would be another yeah. good one. Uh, yeah, this is just this is just getting ridiculous. Hakeem Jeffries says that um, this Johnson guy is an extreme right wing ideologue. Of course. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. So uh, because of his previous positions on abortion, Social Security and the 2020 election. So it sounds like he has the correct logical positions on those things. Although Social Security, he probably just wants to tweak it a little bit. I don't think he was like, this is a fucking Ponzi scheme that we should abolish and let everybody out of it. If Hakeem Jeffries doesn't like him, that makes me like him all the more. Yeah. He says, uh, these are extreme views. They would have been opening, they would have been open to empowering Patrick McHenry, the Republican out of North Carolina, as a bipartisan olive branch. But see, uh, North Carolina is another one of those cuck states. You can't trust any of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, what about South Carolina? South Carolina is okay. I mean, except for Lindsey Graham. Fuck that guy. I need to throw him out in the ocean. Can you tell the difference between a North Carolinan and a South Carolinan by the accent? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, we should do a. I, did we go through a bunch of different hillbilly accents on the Friday happy hour one time? I don't know if we did or not. We should. Feel like we were talking, or maybe we were just talking about the difference between hillbillies and oh, that's what it was. It was like hillbillies versus rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, we've done the we've done the hillbilly versus redneck. All right. Well, yeah. Nobody cares anymore. They're not going to elect a good speaker. And uh, I just hope that how long can they go without a speaker? Can it just go in perpetuity? Hopefully. I'm can we for just it. like start doing this, just eliminating. Position. <laughs> just nota. Just, just nota everything. <laughs> yes. Vote nobody. Nobody is the candidate who cares. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, I guess sort of speaking of Donald Trump. You know, that's uh, why they don't put none of the above on general election ballots because none of the above would win every time. Like the only reason anybody wins is because they people think they only have it's a forced, those options. Forced false choice. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. All right. Well, uh, Donald Trump had a kind of a rough day yesterday when another one of his lawyers took a fucking deal. This is getting also pretty fucking insane. Um, yeah. Jenna Ellis, who was flexing for her fucking mugshot online, folded like a cheap suit yesterday to a, a felony charge i guess in this rico case which is just absolutely ridiculous like all she was doing was representing a client i mean i can't believe like the fact that they're even going after these lawyers is absolutely ridiculous it's one of the the crazier aspects of this and uh i was just trying to click and kill the year pop-up thinking it was on my screen um but this is i mean what kind of a fucking country you know every single lawyer on the face of the earth should be very disturbed by this the, the fact that if you represent somebody that they disagree like 
you know, these lawyers, they'll, they'll represent fucking serial killers and rapists and pedophiles. And everyone's like, well, they got to do it. You know, everybody's entitled to a defense. And then you you represent Donald Trump. And I don't even think she was really representing him. I forget, like, exactly what was going on here. But she was just giving him advice or taking advice. Like, it's unbelievable. And they're get, they're getting they're facing felony charges for representing Donald Trump. Uh, I I can't believe that uh, lawyers like Democratic left leaning lawyers and judges and everything are okay with the this is the complete collapse of anything resembling a, the justice system that's supposed to be the envy of the world. It's ridiculous. Like if you if you cannot fucking defend somebody without fear of repercussions, then like, how is Trump ever going to get a fucking fair shake in anything? If you go after everybody that re uh, tries to represent him in good faith. So um, that's kind of my thoughts on it. And then just how despicable uh, these people are. Like, these fucking... Do, do you not have any, like, honor whatsoever? You're just going to fucking completely bend over in these fucking kangaroo courts and start crying for the judge. It was so fucking pathetic, man. So, um, Miss Ellis and 18 others, including President Trump, were indicted. So, yeah, there's like 15 more people that they can go after to, to get to fucking, before they go after Trump, to get them to cop to plea deals so that, you know, by the time they get to Donald Trump, even though they have no case against him, no legitimate case against him, no evidence against him, they can just be like, well, look at all these people around him that pleaded guilty. So he's guilty by association. Like, this is what they're going to do. Well, um, like, what are they what are they doing to. Put this kind of fear in these people, like, did you see the statement that she read? That was it was. Fucking yeah, let's horrible. play that. It was. Like as soon as I like I saw her come out crying, I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, do not do this! This is the same thing. Hang on, the same thing we fucking talk about with the cancel culture and all these crazy fucking left wing mobs that go after you, and then people immediately start fucking apologizing. No, dude, you have to fucking take a principled stand, or they're gonna keep doing this shit, and they're gonna keep ruining the country one fucking topic at a time." Go ahead and fucking play this, man. It was so infuriating. So I, I don't even care about any of these people, but it's just watching them fucking bend over and have no fucking honor, no backbone, no spine. That's going to be an ad, I bet, as soon as you click that. 2020 presidential election. I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. 
For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people of Georgia. Thank you. Just absolutely Just disgusting, man. I don't know. Have you heard that before? Was that the first time listening to it? I listened to it, I guess, when it first, uh, I, I, I guess I saw it last night and I didn't really think much of it. And then after going back and, and uh, looking at it again. So the Colorado bar disbarred her. Um, Colorado has notoriously been just terrible for having these um, super liberal, uber progressive, like justice warrior type of judges who will do, like, as I recall, and I, I need to go back and look at it more, but I don't, I don't think the RICO thing holds up. Like, they're just, they're basically using a corrupt justice system to rob these people of their careers, of their life's work, and then use that to force them into taking plea deals and reading these prepared statements and, and all of this bullshit, like it, it's, it's all bullshit, dude. And it's like, it's, it's almost something that you'd see out of a fucking movie. And we know that they, they, they do this all the time to like fucking petty criminals, like, uh, like drug dealers and shit like that. Like you'll be facing, well, it's like, oh, you're, you're looking at 25 years in fucking prison for like a, you know, a bag of weed or whatever. And so you pop to a fucking deal, but this is like, apologizing to the fucking court and everything because you're staring down the fucking barrel. I think she was looking at like 20 years because it's a fucking felony. Yeah. She's not going to do any time. No, she's not facing any, any jail time, which is why she took the fucking plea. Um, and, and it's just, it's so fucking pathetic that, that nobody can, nobody, none of these people will take a fucking stand on principle and fight this fucking system. And so they're just going to they're going to get away with it. They're they're going to fucking bully these people into taking plea deals. And then they're going to say, look how many people pleaded guilty. So he's guilty. Yeah, they, they, the, the, the whole thing is bullshit, dude. They don't have a Rico. Kate. <laughs> dude, if you don't think Donald Trump in his heart of hearts believed that he beat Joe Biden in an election, I don't know what to tell you. Like 100 percent. He believes it. He believes he's the best at everything. Uh, you know, nobody knows elections better than him. Nobody knows anything better than him. He knows everything better than everybody. There's, there's five minute fucking compilations of him just listing all the things that he's better at. <laughs> like all the things that he knows about. Of course he fucking believed it. And this is like, oh man, it was just so fucking sad to hear her. I, I throw myself at the mercy of the court and I'm already taking steps to do this. And if I had known this, I would never have represented him. I'm so sorry. No, fuck you. This is bullshit. They're throwing the fucking book at me. They're trying to get me to fucking say shit that isn't true. Oh, God. It's so frustrating to watch people uh, just collapse under pressure like this and just stand for absolutely nothing. And meanwhile, you've got the Biden family corruption becoming more and more prevalent and getting more and more light shed on it. And the corporate press just completely turns a blind eye to that and ignores it entirely. Pretty much. I mean, there, there's now a check floating around reimbursing Biden 
for uh, a $200,000 loan repayment. Okay. I mean, you can write anything you want in the fucking memo of checks. It's not like, <laughs> you know, right. this it, is, it could be. This is when, this is when Biden's brother and son were both uh, doing all the stuff in Ukraine with Verisma and everything else, and also had a bunch of China dealings going on. There was, uh, there was another thing that showed where um, Hunter had pressured a Chinese business partner into paying them some $3 million or something. And literally the next day, Biden purchased a, a $2 million mansion. Like Joe, Joe, not Hunter. Yeah. Uh, and 10% to the big guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I just love this David Hogg re retarded re uh, reaction because we were kind of giving him credit for not being completely retarded on a gun issue like a couple weeks ago. And now he's like, if you're upset, <laughs> wait till you hear about the small loan of a million dollars the former guy got from his dad. It's like, oh yeah, those things are the same. This is the then this guy go to fucking Harvard or something. Which which Ivy League school lost all credibility that this guy went to? I think it was Harvard. Yes, yes, it was Harvard. Let uh David Hogg show up and get an honorary degree, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so apparently the your your father giving you a, a loan of his own money from his own fucking uh, his own business dealings, giving a loan to his son, is the same as a politician getting, like, clearly getting fucking um, kickbacks for Kickback handling his influence overseas. Yeah. What a fucking dumbass fucking stance that is. But yeah, I, yeah, nobody, is, is the media talking about this at all? I, I don't watch, like, a Never lot will. of... Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, they never will. They're, the uh, so Comer out of Kentucky has been on some sort of an oversight committee for over a year now. And they've dug up all kinds of stuff on Joe and Hunter and the brother James, um, like all of their connections to China, to Ukraine to a bunch of other uh, very questionable business dealings in Eastern Europe. And also I think, I think Taiwan as well. Um, like there's, and, and it's like paper trails and all kinds of like pretty legitimately damning information and it'll go nowhere. I, I think Comer even said as much as like the, it doesn't matter what we dig up. No, nothing's ever going to happen with it because they're not going to do anything about it. Like I, I can give you nobody's every above bit the of law. This. Nobody's above right. the law. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Could you imagine if they had the paper trail uh, against Donald Trump that they have against Joe Biden already? Right. And the fact that he had right. what, 15, 15 fucking shell corporations set up. Uh, what does Joe Biden need 15 shell co corporations uh, set up for? Explain that's, that to that's me. When, when they were talking about how in 2020, Trump still hadn't released his tax returns like every other presidential candidate in history. And and Biden released his tax returns and he paid in $5 million in taxes. I'm like, well, you don't need to pump the fucking brakes. If he paid in $5 million in taxes, 
where is all this money coming from? Like, this is the dude who has literally done nothing but be a public servant his entire life. He should it, yeah, not be like, where's that money coming from? Why are we asking questions about that? Not interested. No, no, not interested. We want the guy who actually was in the private sector earning millions of dollars. Uh, that's who we're going to go after. It, it's so fucking despicable, man. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm in a bad mood because you woke me up early today. Extra grumpy. But this is this is fucking ridiculous. I'm trying to find the original. So do you think they're sitting on this Joe Biden thing because they want to wait and see if like they, they need to get him out of the race? You mean the Democrats? Yeah. I can't, I can't see... I can't see a a world where he is actually the candidate in 2024. I mean, he is physically and mentally falling apart in front of our eyes every time he steps on a stage and gets in front of a camera. There's there's no way they can seriously be thinking this is our dude for 2024. Right. So how are they going like if he doesn't just kick the bucket before, I don't know, in the next three months, like they got to do it pretty soon. When's the the Iowa? When's I mean, the Iowa? Primaries will, yeah, primaries will start in like April, maybe March or April. Uh, okay. So like and it's basically November now. They've got to do it by January, I would think. Like after the first of the year, I can't. If if nothing happens by the end of January, it's going to be tough to put together a primary that fast unless they're really just trying to uh, steamroll Gavin Newsom in and not have a legitimate primary. Which yeah. the DNC is, I mean, the DNC is, has absolutely no qualms about doing that. I mean, look at the way they fucked Bernie Sanders like two times in a row or more than that. Like they don't they don't care about it. Democracy, or actually, you know, what the people want, they're going to do what they want to do and toss toss Joe Biden to the wolves uh, a week before the Iowa primaries and say Gavin Newsom's our candidate now. And then that is not above, or that is not something that I would be surprised by the DNC doing. Yeah. Oh God, it's. I'm just reading through some of the fucking comments on these on these uh, Twitter threads. And it's just. It really is amazing how how much water people will carry for politicians. Well, um, speaking of Gavin Newsom made a trip to Israel after after Biden went last week. Yeah. So he's doing his uh, presidential tour there. Got to go see all the right people and shake the right hands and uh, yeah you know yeah he's got like there's make sure why the money's else would he do you. that yeah <laughs> scott cohen i think scott cohen had a a great little line about that he's just like oh man uh, what did hasn't israel been through enough or something before his trip oh god yeah oh well it's a, yeah it, do, it doesn't say bribe in the uh in the memo for the check. So 
<laughs> I guess it's I guess it's not a bribe then. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah speaking okay. of speaking of getting your money right, um, you want to talk about the seven stocks? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Pull that up for me. So. Yeah, there's a there's something interesting going on in the market. Like everyone's like, why is the market not fucking tanking? It, it should be tanking. And if you remove seven stocks from the stock market, it's down. It hasn't tanked, but it's down for the year. Like there's there's seven stocks that have accounted for all of the gains, basically in the market it's apple google facebook microsoft amazon tesla and nvidia and nvidia is actually most of it um facebook i don't know what happened with fa facebook earnings i think just came out yes there's big earnings day yesterday so um i don't know i don't know if that's even helping helping this cause anymore i wonder shit there was a different and let me see if i can find it hang on there was another uh there's another chart that showed how much these these stocks were actually propping up the mark but like nvidia just went fucking gangbusters this year and so yeah if you it, i bet you if you just remove that uh the gains in in the s&p 500 would be uh very minuscule and see i wanted to talk i wanted to talk to you about that in particular and and another thing that I've been noticing over the last couple of weeks, so the economy is obviously trash. The inflation numbers are obviously bullshit. Everybody can just look at their local grocery store and, and look at the, the price of your receipt or the price on your receipt whenever you check out. Obviously, things are getting worse. And yet, the stock market remains relatively good shape overall. Also, we've got a war going on in the middle east and and not just a you know not the like usual skirmishing that happens every day but like actual war is going on right now we've got iran uh potential involvement and all kinds of other stuff kicking off gas prices have continued to go down here in the states what the fuck is going on like none of the th none of the things that should drive these one down and the other up are working the way they should it's there's there's some fuckery about yeah the so the gas price thing like oil did shoot up quickly uh last week and and then when so the israel's been delaying their ground invasion of gaza and they keep they're negotiating these deals maybe to get some hostages released and they keep release. They've re released, I think four so far and they're, they're working on getting another 50 of uh, all the people that had dual citizenship getting released. And so I think because we haven't um, just completely uh, denigrated into world war three, that's created some optimism in in the oil market and it's it's back down it's pulling back down it's 80 something 83 dollars barrel or something like that let me see um i i dude honestly i don't know exactly what's going on 
$84 a barrel. And the markets just seem way too complacent. It's weird. Nothing is reacting the way it should to the things that are happening. It's like something is, it's like some external force is keeping the markets at reasonable level, what, what we would consider reasonable levels to keep, I guess, to keep people from just completely losing their shit and going full panic mode. Cause I mean, if the stock market took a, took a turn and just tanked and oil prices shot through the roof and gas is $4, $4 a gallon on average, uh, you might see the American people actually start to revolt. So are they, are there people pulling strings to make sure that uh, you keep all of the, the docile peasants docile for a little bit longer? Yeah, it wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure they're trying to keep this thing together until the until the election next year. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. They can keep pumping these numbers. You know, we've been through all of the the bullshit economic statistics that they use to sort of keep the the market from freaking out, because for some reason, People still pay attention to these ridiculous job reports, the ridiculous CPI numbers. Um, there were some good earnings that came out yesterday, like I said, that that been a lot of stocks up for the day. Plus, it was a Tuesday. Tuesdays tend to be counter trend days. Uh, they call it a turnaround Tuesday. And so today, all those things that were up big yesterday are, are down today. Um, you can take that for for what it's worth. Yeah, I don't. I mean, to me, it just doesn't seem like the the market is taking this stuff seriously. I, I don't know how you could be optimistic right now. I don't know why. Go like I know like the the precious metals market is like the most highly fucking manipulated market in the world. So like the fact that gold and silver are not much higher right now is kind of to be expected. The dollar's still up, like the flight to quality. Like it seems like people have not adjusted to the new world that we're in. And so they keep doing these things that historically, this is what you would do when when things go bad. Um, you, 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 you fly into the dollar. Um, the, the fact that the dollar's up, <laughs> like right now, to me is ridiculous. They, they call it a flight to quality. What about the dollar screams quality to you? I, I mean, it, it's it's literally about to lose the last shred of value that it has. And the only thing keeping it up is people like still vet, like they just, oh, things are bad. We go into the dollar. And at some point you have to, they're going to have to realize that that is not that's not the way the world works anymore. This isn't the dollar of the 1980s. This is the dollar of 2023. <laughs> like it is it is on its fucking last legs. Yeah, it's yeah. it it's crazy to to watch this stuff not react the way that it should. Uh, I, I just it, I don't I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. I think there is, like, to your point, there's a lot of fuckery going on. Um, and 
people, you know, if you look at these, if you look at the S and P 500 without these seven stocks, like I said, it's down, like the whole, every market is down, but yeah, it just goes to show you that like, and you have to look at these companies too, the, the seven stocks. It's not like an at, you know, it's all these like mega corporations, Amazon, Google, Tesla, Meta, Facebook, um, and NVIDIA. I mean, NVIDIA is up because of the fucking AI, you know, mania, which I don't know, kind of seems like the dot-com bubble to me. Like that's got sort of dot-com bubble written all over it. Not to say that there won't be just like the dot-com bubble. There won't be like, oh, some of these like tech companies and internet things that are, you know, huge going forward. But all you do now is slap artificial intelligence on whatever you're trying to fucking sell and people just fucking throw money at it. Like, oh yeah, AI is going to do this. AI is going to do that. And I think when all the dust settles, there's going to be like a handful of companies that dominate the AI market. And then the rest of these things are like, people are just going to lose millions on, you know, like fucking <laughs> some of those dot com, like the most ridiculous dot com stocks. Pull some of those up. I'm hoping the entire AI thing becomes a, a bubble that bursts itself by and large. Like we've seen, we have progressively seen over time, um, all things artistic get dulled down and get softened, and you don't have like really impressive artwork anymore. You don't have impressive architecture. You don't have anything that like looks aesthetically pleasing. It's all just really bland and like, uh, you know, typeface, typeface type stuff. Um, I've I've got I actually have a, a whole book collection, and uh, and I've got like hardbacks of of every single one of these books. And recently, they've been republishing them with updated art. And the updated art is this AI-generated bullshit that looks horrible. I'm like, fucking burn that and go get the original. What is wrong with, like, what? Who looks at that and thinks, oh, my gosh, that looks amazing. Especially if you actually own the original and you have the, like, the art from the original novel. Like, you, there's no way that you can look at those two things and be like, oh, yeah, that's clearly much better. It, it looks like shit. I'm, I'm hoping this whole AI thing, people finally wake up and look at this stuff and say, that's garbage. That is complete garbage. I know drunk college kids who could do every bit of that good in Microsoft Paint at two o'clock in the morning. I know this because I went to college with a few of them and watched them do it. It looks as good, if not better, than the shit that's coming out of these AI-generated artworks. Like this, it's it's trash. The writing is trash. The art is trash. I, the only thing that's good that's come out of the AI stuff is the deep fakes. I love those. Those are fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely some value in AI to, to do things, but yeah, artistic things, creative things. Like, I just don't, I don't want AI to be used for that really either. It's, um, it, it yeah, it just cheapens everything. It should be doing like the menial tasks, the repetitive tasks, speeding things up, you know, like going through code or whatever. And I don't really know how any of this stuff works, but that sort of thing um the idea that we're going to replace like 
genuine human creation and creativity and and things that have uh, just like yeah intrinsic beauty and and detail and things and you know like it, it's just so much more impressive when somebody does it themselves like that was all done by hand that was fucking done by somebody like they did every little fucking thing in there and that's amazing not this like computer generated shit that yeah to your point looks fucking terrible um, but yeah, so NVIDIA, uh, like it's basically that group of stocks accounts for 30% of the S&P's total market cap right now. Like that's, I think that's all time high. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all time highs. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, that's not a good sign. Um, the bottom can drop out of any of these. I mean, most of these stocks like are are highly overvalued in my opinion to begin with. Facebook. Uh, I think Tesla was like, I mean, Tesla's way off of its highs now. Uh, at one point, Tesla was worth more than every other fucking car manufacturing company on the face of the earth. It's like, okay, I don't know if it's worth that much. Um, but yeah, like you got to, so all the other S&P 500 stocks, the, the 492 other stocks are down for the year so like it, it's just another one of these things that's sort of uh paper macheing over how bad the problem is like they can keep hiding this for a certain amount of time but at, at some point the dam is going to break like the paper mache that's going to fall apart and you're going to see uh you know how bad this problem really is how much these companies are struggling um, all of a lot of these companies have just been propped up by uh, you know debt that they've taken on over the years because the debt was so cheap. There's a there's a lot of headwinds here for the U.S. economy, and I don't know how much like why people aren't panicking yet. But it's good; it gives you an opportunity to uh, position yourself properly. And um, I'm not going to give investment advice on this, but. Yeah, there's a. Uh, it's nice that you. It's giving you plenty of time to um, arrange your affairs in, in a way to kind of protect yourself as best you can, because this is this. I, I mean, this seems to me like the most obvious um, like financial crisis ever. Like more obvious than two thousand eight. More obvious than the dot com bubble. It's like. Flashing red lights, screaming in your face like this is going to blow up. The alarms are sounding and nobody's really paying attention to it. They're telling you that where everything's fine. They always say everything's fine right before it fucking blows up. Yeah, yeah. we got plenty of money. We can fight all these wars. Biden speaking of uh, speaking of covering up the problems, we've got several uh, Democratic mayors who are starting to lose their handle on being able to cover up the problems they've they've got in their cities uh you want to start with san francisco or washington dc let's start with san francisco work our way east this one is actually doubly interesting to me uh so san francisco mayor orders police health and other departments to propose cuts of 206 million in a desperate attempt to reverse the city's doom loop spiral of economic collapse uh this comes just weeks after the this same San Francisco mayor, uh, who is a Democratic woman of color, 
suggested that uh, welfare recipients should be required to pass a drug test. And if they don't pass a drug test, then they have to attend um, some sort of counseling or therapy before they can qualify to receive their uh, their offer. Wow. Yeah, that sounds racist to me. She's going full like alt-right here. Yeah. She's a mega extremist. Um, so yeah, some of the cuts. So 27.6 million from law enforcement, 25.9 million health department, 10.5 million in the fire department, and 15.5 million municipal transport agency. The the first thing that jumps out to me is like if you can cut that much from these fucking departments. How much more waste, fraud, and abuse <laughs> is in these departments? 206 million. Just like, yeah, we can cut this if we have to. Why why haven't you done it already? Well, at least she's she's attempting to put the impetus on these departments to make these cuts. Now, this is San Francisco, so odds are they'll uh, refuse and then they'll just vote her out next time around and yeah. put somebody in who's in favor of expanding their budgets for everything instead of trying to put an end to the doom loop spiral of economic Yeah, collapse. I wonder who put, whose quote that is because we've only been fucking explaining that this is going to create the exact doom loop spiral that's happening right now. Um, when all of these fucking companies leave your dangerous fucking cities because of your retarded policies, you lose all that tax revenue, you lose all the jobs that were paying fucking taxes. And now you're left with a bunch of fucking uh, losers in these cities with nothing better to do than shit everywhere and rob whatever stores are left. No, none of these people pay into the system. They're all fucking drains on the economy. They're drains on the on all of these uh, government programs and everything. Everybody's taking. Nobody's paying in. And yeah, doesn't seem to be working out too well. I don't know who could have seen this coming. Another really obvious fucking just disaster waiting to happen. Oh, it gets even better. I found the uh, I found the the Daily Mail uh, link that goes into like the details about about the this whole thing. She mm -hmm. recently signed a fourteen point six billion dollar city budget, and which is like record breaking, largest in in history. And by doing all of this stuff, has effectively just ripped that up and said, "Nope, we're not going to be able to do this." <laughs> 14.6 billion yeah for san francisco that's that's the city's budget i mean obviously that's that's not the city's budget that's what the city's gonna spend yeah so so she's basically proposing a one uh a one and a half percent cut okay yeah <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna save oh them. my god it's save them yeah down. That's when you that's when you know they're taking things seriously. Hey, we're really in a problem here. We need to cut one and a half percent. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I would just love to get into some of these things and and see like line by remember when Obama was talking, about, we're gonna go through the budget line by line. Okay. I'd like to go through these budgets line by line and just see how much ridiculous shit I could cut. I bet you I could cut 90%. 90% I think I could get rid of. And uh, San Francisco would be far better off without them.
Starting with some of their salary, like what does that chick fucking make a year? Five hundred grand, maybe more. Probably, probably. You you are you are in a lot of places. You are better off to be a mayor in a liberal city than to be a senator for your state. Yeah, yeah. These public servants, dude. Yeah. Uh, the my first rule would be. If you're a public servant, you're actually a public servant. Like you don't get a salary. You get nothing. That's the deal. Do you still want the job? No. Nope. Okay. Then we that line item is gone. There we go. That's the first the first pass through. Anybody that doesn't want uh that wants the job without a salary, you can you can stay on. Well, so simple. So, so fucking simple. You're a public servant, right? You just care about the people and you care about the city and you're just doing this out of the goodness of your heart. Well, then you don't need the 500 grand a year, do you? And somehow they're they're ma- they're worth like 15 million. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so San Francisco's got their doom loop spiral of economic collapse. Uh, Washington D.C. is in a slightly different type of a doom loop spiral, but not no less. Uh, Damn yeah, this is city. this is an, another great one because uh, I forget who the politician was that got carjacked like two weeks ago, and then some staffer in D.C. got robbed at gunpoint. I think it was gunpoint the other day. And now, now that it's starting to get to politicians, lo and behold, the D.C. mayor pulls a U.E. on the defund the police. And there's a new crime bill after murder chaos spreads. Does it, oh, does it go into the murder uh, stats? Let's see here. I don't know if it goes into the actual stats. It just talks about the trends. Uh, oh, now you, yeah, now they're backing off on masks. <laughs> Isn't that they great? Have, but uh, DC has been in a severe uptick of. Highly criminal behavior and not, you know, not the not the petty crime stuff, but like actual violent crime. Yeah, it's the Addressing Crime Now Act, which is ACT Act, the ACT Act. It seeks to end uh, out of control retail theft, open air drug markets, surge in violent crime and slap criminals with additional charges for wearing masks. And I just love that the, the masks now have become a liability. But I thought they were just protecting grandma. They're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. So yeah, now you got all these fucking thugs walking around with fucking masks on. Like normally, if somebody walks in with a mask, like the first thing you do is reach for your 12 gauge. Be like, all right, this guy's robbing me. But now it's like, because you, you got all these other fucking lemmings putting the masks on, wearing the muzzle. It's like, well, are they just, are they here to rob me or are they just a fucking idiot? And more often than not, they're just a fucking idiot. But every once in a while, it's somebody that's going to rob you. Okay. Uh, Metropolitan Police Department continues to be a leader in fair and kind of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I love how their statements are just so fucking stupid and boring. I lose interest after the first two sentences, not even uh, first five words. Just like, all right, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Let's get to the fucking thing. What are you doing now? Um, Not to entirely reverse the D.C. Council's progressive priorities, but to dial some back. (laughs) Yeah, we wouldn't want to do a complete U-turn. Let's just dial it back a little bit. 
a fun line in this one. Uh, DC's U-turn on failed progressive policies is yet another metro area that is being forced to restore law and order. San Francisco had reversed course a few months ago. Damn that alt-right ultra-maga mayor of San Francisco. Getting tough on crime. Wanting to drug test <laughs> drug test yeah. welfare recipients and get the city budget under control. Craziness. Yeah. And yeah, so some of the commentary here. Meanwhile, Democrats take zero accountability for their disastrous, disastrous progressive policies. It's like it is unbelievable. Yeah, we just need to tweak it a little bit. We or we had the right idea, just poor execution, maybe. Yeah, it, it's amazing how how many what what Democrat position have they not completely capitulated on that all these people ran on. So the defund the police, the soft on crime, like that's out the window. Border stuff, that's out the window. They're now trying to fund building a border wall, the racist border wall. Uh, welfare recipients now have to fucking get off of meth before we give them we give them some money. What else have they fucking completely capitulated on? And what's next? Oh, you know, I bet you we're not too far off from seeing them crack down on climate activists out in the streets and stuff. Did you see where they blocked uh, some liberal senator? They blocked and were like banging on the hood and stuff. And then and then you get this from. Uh, I missed that one. But yeah, I did see the. And this yeah. wasn't a climate. This wasn't a climate protest. But again, they're out in the middle of the street. Yeah, this is a pro-Palestinian. I don't know. Peaceful protest, I guess they would call it. Yeah, they, they're blocking the highway. So they actually took this one. It looks like they took cars and parked them to block the highway. Uh, they're not just stand like they are still standing in the fucking street and and blocking traffic. But they also like further down the road, just like completely blocked off the the exits and stuff and the highway. And and this guy, yeah, Zach Medsker, the change you asked for. Yeah, so there's an old guy here in the video, and they're just they're attacking his fucking car. They're kicking it. They're stomping on it. They're hitting it with these fucking pro-Palestinian flags. Dude, I, I can't tell you how much like seeing this shit makes me want to fucking level Gaza. Do you know what I mean? Like, first of all, wh why are they protesting here? We have nothing to. This is Minnesota. We have nothing to do with it. it could it be any farther away from the Gaza Strip than Minnesota? Oh, Ilhan Omar lives in Minnesota. So. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a lot of fucking uh, Muslims in Minnesota, but it's just like this doesn't. This, why? Why are you blocking traffic here? This drives me fucking crazy, man. And honestly, and then I I scrolled down. I don't know if you clicked on that article, if it was if it was in that thread or if it was a different thing that I I might have sent you where it was like. What, oh, it was a different article. Yeah, it was from like Zero Hedge or something. Like, what to do if you're ever caught in one of these mobs? It's like, what can you do legally? And he's like, legally, well, you can't defend property with lethal force. Why not? Yeah, scroll down. It'll get uh, like halfway down, maybe. There you go. From a legal standpoint, understanding uh, self-defense laws is crucial. Force can be used in self-defense if necessary, reasonable, and proportional. 
Lethal force can only be used under specific condition, imminent threat of death, serious injury, et cetera. Uh, driving into or over individuals is, can, can be considered de uh, deadly force. Defending property, you cannot use lethal force solely to defend property. Physical threats to individuals inside the car can justify the use of force. First of all, why can't I use deadly force to defend my property? Why not? I, I just disagree with that. Like clearly they value their lives more than um than I do. And more like they're like that whole uh I forget the lines, like um, why would you kill somebody over over like your fucking car or something? It's like, well, clearly they don't value their life very much if they're willing to risk it. Why can't I defend my property with lethal force? And like like I said, like this is a physical threat to the person inside the car. Like you don't know what they're gonna do to you if they actually break the windows of the car and can get to you. So I, I think you should be able to plow through these fucking people. I'm sorry. You're standing in the middle of the street. It's the first thing you learn as a kid. Don't play in the street. Look both right. ways as before you cross the street. As soon as the car is being damaged, I have to assume that they now mean to smash windows, drag me out yeah. and do me bodily harm. Because right. that's, like, how, that's what like, we've oh, seen. they're just going they're just going to damage my car and that's it. And I just have to sit back and take it. If only right. the like, car is being damaged. To, yeah. It says only the car. How long is being do I have to sit here and let them murder me before I can defend myself? Yeah. That's bullshit. That's like the whole thing where it's like self-defense. Like at what point is self-defense justified? Like I have to wait until he actually lynches me? No. I think this is enough of a threat when you have like a thousand people surrounding your car and beating on it. I, I'm sorry, dude. I put me on any one of those fucking juries when you plow through that fucking crowd. And I don't care what the cause is at uh, pro Palestine, pro whatever yeah, environment, all this shit where they're blocking the fucking street of uh, people that are just trying to get home, just trying to get to their fucking jobs. Uh, dude, I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for this shit and I'm tired of it. And it, it will go away real quick, real quick when you just fucking say, no, you can defend your property with lethal force. Plow through them. These people think that you can't do it. And the, the reason they can't, they think you can't do it is because of this bullshit legal defense. Oh, well, uh, you can't use lethal force if it's not justified. And they're not technically, they're just damaging your car. How do you know when they're going to stop? You think if they could pull this fucking guy out of his car, they wouldn't be beating him? I don't know. It's certainly a fucking strong possibility. What does and doesn't constitute a life-threatening situation? I mean, there are dozens of people crowding this guy's car, banging on it, smashing on it. Facing him down. Pretty yeah. fucking life-threatening. Like screaming. That seems pretty life-threatening. Yeah. I would. They're, they're... I, I mean, you would be reasonably... It's a justifiable... Uh, mindset to think I am in danger. Yeah, they have like so. For those of you that that didn't see the the video, they have uh, behind him uh, a row of cars blocking his rear. In front, they have a row of cars blocking the street. So they've got him pinned down, and now there's hundreds of people, a, a, a mob attacking his car. Dude, plow through that shit. Plow through it. I want this to go to court, dude. Somebody's got to do it. Run over 50 fucking people. I don't care how many. You can back over them after you do it. Good. 
put this in the fucking courts. We have to adjudicate this. It, it's enough already. Like, and it will fucking stop immediately. Immediately, these fucking pussies, dude. These people, they only get tough when they have thousands of them. And then when you run over one person, hey, what are you doing, man? That's not cool. It's like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have been standing there. I don't know what to tell you. Don't do stupid fucking things. Yeah. Especially whenever they, when you see them getting like run over by semis and dragged by semis and stuff, it's like, what did you think was going to happen? This is a 60,000 pound vehicle. Like you weigh 120 pounds. You're going to lose. Yeah. And you're not helping your cause. Like my immediate, like this thing gets me so upset when I see people doing this type of protest. And I don't care. Like I said, I don't give a shit what the cause is. Israel, Palestine doesn't matter. But I immediately, I'm just like, fuck it. Bomb Palestine. <laughs> like my immediate gut reaction is like, whatever these people are for, I'm for the opposite. You're not helping your cause with yeah. your retarded, fucking obnoxious protests. Anyway, I'm very grumpy today. That's what happens when you get me up early. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I haven't been to bed yet. So, <laughs> oh man, you got a weird schedule. I thought I had, I kept weird hours, but yeah, you really take the cake. <laughs> I try. Okay. Well, we do have some uh, more lighthearted things planned for Friday. So, our, our Friday live episode will be a little more lighthearted. We'll probably just, uh, Make fun of stupid and fat people, um, among other things. But yeah, we'll we'll see what goes on there. There's uh, some interesting developments with the uh, Bud Light has now, excuse me, they are sponsoring the UFC. That's an interesting. It's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see how that pans out. <laughs> we got fatties in the military. <laughs> yeah fatties in the military and a, a bunch of other shit planned for Friday. So that's going to be a fun live episode and we should be doing a, another happy hour. It's our Friday night happy hour. Are you going to be able to make that one? I'll be working Friday, but I'll get it set up. Uh, I may be able to be on work is going to be a little slower this week. So, okay, cool. You got anything else going on? Any plugs? Not right now. Trying to get, moved into my shed out there once i get settled in uh, so i do have i haven't i don't know when have you heard of the uh bronze age pervert bronze age pervert yes no. he is a fascinating character um he's written a book called the bronze age mindset and uh me and my buddy mark will be doing a kind of an analysis of that uh sometime in the next couple weeks once once I kind of get settled in and and uh, we get some timing figured out. So if you're not familiar with the Bronze Age pervert, I highly recommend checking out some of his some of his stuff. It's uh interesting. Okay, where do you check it? I never. He's I don't on think Twitter. I want to Google that. Okay. He's on Twitter and he's got a he's, he wrote he wrote a book. It's okay. Bronze Age pervert. Well, um, I don't have. I don't think I have. I'll probably put out a the the Substack article this week at some point. I, I, it's just, dude. Every with every passing day, it's like, oh, I have to keep adding to it 
because everything that I was taught, I was setting up this entire like three part series to talk about how we're actually in a fucking depression the entire time. And it's just like we keep getting more and more economic um, news that comes out like every day. There's like something that's like, ah, shit, now I have to update it. Now I have to update it. So I'm probably going to just draw the line here and uh, and put it on this week. So uh, you can look forward to that. Uh, everybody else. Yeah, just try to find one of these protests and drive over a bunch of people. We will we will stack the court. Uh, we will stack the fucking jury with with people that feel you will get off. I guarantee you. We'll just get one person on there. Like me, I will get on the fucking jury, and I will be like, nope, yeah, this is totally fucking justified. And then we'll never have to deal with it again. So um, until then, <laughs> until Friday, you guys know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. 